Hi, this is John Ryan of the Team Handball News Podcast, and uh, joining me is uh, Nicole Anderson, U.S. national team player and A.S. Khan Mandalu handball <laughs> as well. We'll see, if, we'll see if my pronunciation was anywhere. Exactly. Anywhere. <laughs> and and what, what's it like for you uh, learning yet another language? Uh, did, did, how, how did, did you remember French from when you were a little kid or... Um, I think I, I, you know, had something back, uh, back from then, um, at least, uh, in regards to the pronounce pronunciation, how I'm struggling on the English. Um, but you know, uh, when I was little, I, we, I didn't learn French when I was living in France. I, I learned English because it was an international school, but however, you know, watching, uh, watching cartoons or stuff like that, um, listening to French, I think that at least helped me, uh helped me a little bit and then uh, we had it in school uh, and high school as well so I learned you know the basics and then uh, I the when I really learned it was when I moved to France and you know just had to learn it because no one spoke, spoke English so uh, that's the good thing of moving to France you know you're you're definitely sure of learning the language because otherwise you can't really communicate with anyone so uh, <laughs> well, that's the good part of, of French people not speaking English. <laughs> Well, it depends on where you are. I mean, a lot of them can speak English, but they don't want to. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> All right. So we were, we were talking a little bit about the season and, and its restart. And uh, I, I try and catch uh, a little bit of all the Americans uh, playing overseas that stream their games just yeah. to see what's going on, see how they're doing. And uh, um, I like following the different clubs and the uh, and, and how they're doing. And uh, well, Patrick, Patrick Uter uh, gave me a nice shirt. Uh, yeah, I can see that. That's nice. I'm a big fan of <laughs> Dormagen. Um, <laughs> and uh, one of the things that fascinates me a little bit because American leagues are totally different is the concept of uh, promotion and relegation. Yeah. I actually experienced this. I played, I played one year handball in France and then I played uh, over 35 basketball. I love being the joker. Uh, for the, my basketball team. And we, we started in the third division. We made all our way up to the first division and then oh, wow. <laughs> back to the second division. It was, it was, uh, uh, it was a lot of fun, especially the relegation battle. And, and yeah. we were playing in a league, you know, the first division was way too good for us. Um, there was, you know, a lot of uh, some former pro, pro players playing in this over 35 league. And I want, but I wanted to stay in the first division because it was, it was of more fun. There was more, you know, there's some guys that, that were good players. And uh, I would be like looking at the standings and going like, we can beat this team. We need these points to, to, to stay in the division. Mm. And, and this is just at an amateur level, um, you know, at a pro level. And you can correct me if I'm wrong. There's a lot of, financial budgetary oh for sure so for sure a little bit about uh your season and and you know has it as it's turned out you guys it i don't know how soon it became obvious that you guys were going to be you know fighting to maintain if you will Mm. um well i think in the beginning we were all you know um kind of thinking that we had a good team and uh, and this should you know it should be a fun season uh if you know we we knew it would be tough but i think we were surprised how tough it 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 actually has been um 
and especially the, the pressure from the club because, you know, for, as you say, the financial aspect is, is uh, definitely, you know, something that has an impact because uh, you lose a lot of money when you, when you move down a uh, division. So, um, so, you know, the, the club is, is super focused on man maintaining the, the spot in the D2. So, uh, so when, you know, it kind of was clear that we had to fight for this, it, the, the, the atmosphere on the team definitely changed a bit because, you know, the pressure from the club, from, from ourselves, from the coach, it's, it's always tough to, to be in a situation where, where every game counts. Um, so, uh, so it's been, it's been tough, but also, you know, I can see fun because, you know, at least, uh, at least every game counts, you know, it's, it's also, it's not fun to play if, if, uh, if you have nothing to lose. Right. So, um, so, uh, so it's, it's, it's been hard, but, but um, also, uh, also, also a fun experience. Yeah. Like that. And, and that's, and that's, I guess, you know, a little bit different from, uh, from us sports. It's uh, especially in the, you know, the pro leagues, you know, they, they've even get, get to situations sometimes in the NBA where teams get accused of uh, tanking, you know, losing mm. on purpose so they can get a better draft yeah. at the end of yeah. the season. I mean, if, uh, if the Houston Rockets were going to get sent down to the, I don't know what they call it now, the J League or the G League or whatever it is, that would be a whole different ball game mm. um, for the teams at the lower end of the table. Um, and, and I was a little confused. I didn't realize that uh, um, the way it was structured, there's two pools, I guess, of eight teams. Exactly, exactly. And, so kind of divided France in two. <laughs> yeah. And made so, uh, two pools. So, and then what they did is they took the bottom, uh, was it the bottom two teams from each league? The bottom four teams, actually. Bottom four from each pool, and they yeah. combine them into two mini pools. And so now you exactly. are playing, uh, as I understand it, you're playing in a, uh, a mini league, if you will, featuring exactly. four, four teams at the bottom, and then the, whoever finishes last drops down. Is that correct? Mm -hmm. Exactly. So as we ended seventh uh, in our group, we play against the eighth and the fifth from the other group. Um, and then the, the, the number six from our group also plays in this new mini group. Um, but we, of course, don't play against them again. Um, we the the points from the previous games just counts here. So we have you know uh, four new games. So home and away against the eighth and the fifth from the other group. And our goal is then to you know uh, win or at least not finish um, last in this group because then we move down. So uh, we played two games until now. We lost the first one against the fifth from the other group, and now we played again uh, this weekend and won against the eight from the other group and number eight from the other group um which means that if we win the next game uh and unis which is the number eight loses the, this game then we stay in d2 so uh so yeah it's uh it, nothing is uh is set yet um but we definitely hope that we can uh win one of the two games we have left um, yeah I, I yeah i saw both games the the fifth place team they, they, they clearly were the better side. And yeah. then uh, you guys were clearly the better side against uh, La Rochelle. Um, yeah. 
I mean, I, I think even worse comes to worse, let's say you lose again to the fifth place team. I mm-hmm. think La Rochelle would have to turn around and beat you guys by by uh, nine goals. Yeah, I think we have like a, yeah, I think the goal difference is nine, right? So I think they need to beat us by 10, I think. Um, so, uh, so yes, I, 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 I definitely hope, you know, that, that our chances are, are good. But uh, again, in, the, in La Rochelle, they don't play with Stickham. So, uh, you know, that can also uh, have an impact on the game. Because uh, we play just, with a lot of Stickham. I thought that was just a U.S. problem. Yeah, you I thought that too. D2, but um... <laughs> a D2 team in France doesn't allow yeah. Stickham on their court. Wow. There's some mayor in up in La Rochelle who uh, who doesn't like stick him in his gym. So, um, so you know, the wow. that's, <laughs> the uh, best man wins, right? So um, yeah. yeah, so that's a little bit crazy, but um, let's hope that we uh, we can still uh, manage that some somehow. Yeah. Well, it seems to me, you know, you never say never, but I would say that uh, you know. Get a nice win against this fifth place team and put it out. Yeah, put it out exactly. Of, uh, also, put it out of the discussion. But uh, yeah. worst exactly. comes to worst, you know, finish up the season by uh, taking down that team again. So yeah, kind of a kind of a crazy season. Um, you know what? One thing uh, one thing I've noticed, and it's a little little bit puzzling to me as a as a frequent handball observer. Um, you're, you're our starting left back generally mm-hmm. for the women's national team. And mm. uh, I've always, I've always looked at your defense as, you know, defense has always been one of the stronger points for the U S team. Um, and, and I'm, I'm a little puzzled. I see you playing a lot of defense, a lot, yeah. a lot less <laughs> offense. And I'm like, going, I know this girl can score um, <laughs> on, on the yeah. way. It's a good thing. You're getting some more focus more focused play on defense and defense is important. Um, yeah. What's it like, you know, as a, as a professional athlete, uh, uh, you know, wanting, I'm sure wanting to play on offense, mm, but of not, course. but not getting that opportunity. I mean, is it uh, a continuous focus on in practice and waiting for your chance? Is that, I mean, tell, tell <sighs> how that has gone for you. Yeah. Well, I was a bit confused myself in the beginning because we, so um, we actually changed coach uh, mi- uh, in the middle of the season because uh, it obviously didn't work with the, the previous coach. Uh, however, when we had the previous coach, I actually only played offense with, uh, with Ken. Uh, so the first three games, I played only offense, not defense. Then we changed coach and then suddenly I only played defense and I was put on number three instead of number two. And then I didn't see much uh, game time in the, in the offense anymore. So um, super weird uh, situation. And, you know, I had a, a talk with my current coach now and from his point of view, I was missing a bit um, of the speed and, and some, some, my, um, my, shot was not good enough you know he had several points I could improve so you know I had no other choice than just listen and um and you know try to improve that and then uh, focus on on doing a good job in the defense and I've really uh taken this uh this opportunity to you know improve my defense and I really not to sound self- selfish or anything but I think I've done a pretty pretty decent job and uh and I I I agree as a semi-neutral <laughs> observer you know I, yeah. I would have said you know from seeing you play on the national team 
that defense was not your strong suit. Oh, no, for sure. For sure. And, I, and, I, and, Christian, our previous coach on the national team, you know, he didn't really use me in defense because I, he didn't see my, <laughs> my abilities there. So, uh. Well, I, I think part of it, you know, your situation is being one of our, our better backcourt scorers. You know, part of it, I think, you know, is, is keeping you, uh, you know, yeah, fresh yeah. and ready for offense. Exactly, but, which also makes sense. But this has probably been good for you to have to, you know, maybe focus on a part of the game that, you know. Uh, yeah. You know, it's it's it depends on what's your role and, and where you are on the team, you know. So, um, exactly. I, think, so. I think that's been a positive aspect of that. One that I hope that you can take into uh, the U S women's national team. You guys got some, uh, a big tournament this summer. Um, yeah. t- tell us a little bit, uh, about, uh, how you're looking forward to that and, uh, coaching yeah. change and, um, preparation plans for that. Anything, yeah. anything you can share regarding that? Yeah. So, you know, it's been a long time since we've had anything with the, with the U S national team because of this, COVID situation um so I'm definitely looking forward to you know uh getting back on the court uh, putting on the the U.S. uh shirt for sure um now we we change coach uh I don't know if I I agree with the decision uh about that before this big tournament um I think it's maybe a bit a drastic decision but you know change can also be good so let's see uh I uh the the, the coach that they have found for now is, is uh, Julio that we all know. So that's nice. You know, it's not a, a new face. He, he, he knows me, he knows the girls. So, uh, so that's of course uh, a nice uh, starting point. Um, and, you know, it's, it's great that we can play on home court uh, for the first time in, I don't know how many years. So uh, definitely looking forward to that. Um the preparation is a bit weird because we can't really meet for any camp. Um, are, are you gonna? What, what, are you still gonna be playing when that tryout in Boston is gonna take place? Uh, I'm not uh, joining uh, because of the situation, and you know it's too far for me to travel for for a weekend like that. Um, I I need to figure out if if us former or not former but um, current. U.S. Uh, national team members need to try out again, or if we can, you know, be <laughs> be selected upon our our uh, well, previous if, games, if, or yeah, if if you don't make the team, we've found <laughs> some new players. <laughs> exactly, that would be my. Say, that would be my normally, we are missing players, so uh, you know, yeah. um, I need to see with 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 Julio and, and the rest of the staff how how this is. Uh, is going to be solved, but, um, but you know what, let's see. And, um, I'm definitely looking forward, um, to playing again. And, um, is, is and, there uh, any talk of, uh, of a preparation camp? You know, I, COVID just makes everything complicated. Is there any talk to preparation? For camp sure. Trying to um, games? I don't think in Europe there's anything, um, especially with Julio being over in, uh, in the States, um, I don't think he's going to come over to Europe to do a camp over here. Um, I think they were talking about going to uh, Costa Rica or something before the, the tournament in August. But um, honestly, I'm, I'm not really up to date on, on all these okay. discussions. I'm waiting to see what happens and then I will uh, decide uh, whether or not I can join and, uh, 
and uh, yeah. Yeah. Well, you, you definitely, definitely are planning on uh, the tournament in August, though. Yeah, 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 for sure. Okay. For sure. Um, the other thing that I think really complicates it for the U.S. I, I know that you've been playing regularly. I know that uh, Sophie Fasshold's been playing regularly in Germany. Yeah. Um, I don't know if anyone else has been playing at all. Not, not that I know of, and uh, that's a bit unfortunate because I think one year or even more uh, away from the handball court is a really long time. So, you know, if I'm, if I come to a camp where, you know, uh, 95% of the team hasn't been playing for two years, then, uh, you know, we need to find uh, some kind of way to solve that because it's uh, definitely not the, yeah, it, it really throws a, a real wrinkle into everything. I think also, um, I think Caroline Borg was playing in Norway. I'm not sure if she's. Um, um, she hasn't really team. been been that much uh, present in, in any of the camps until yeah. now. So I'm not, I don't know if she's yeah. planning on turning up someday. Um, yeah, well. That would definitely, that would definitely help. It would be great. I mean, I've tried to get her on the team for years now. So, you know, I would love if, if she would come, that would be the best news for us team handball for a long time. But um, are there any, are there any other secret players that I don't know about that uh, out there? I remember when Christian was still here, he was talking about some young, young players in Germany and France. So, you know, maybe there are some, some potential out there. Um, but other than that, um, unfortunately, no, I, I haven't heard of any players. And I know, you know, with, with some of our, our veterans that are, you know, maybe reaching an age where they need to decide if they can continue or not. Uh, we definitely need, you know, some new players because otherwise we don't have a team. And, um, yeah. and I think this is uh, something we need to solve quickly. Yeah. Well, I, I guess on the, on the positive side, <clears throat> And I don't know the, the rest of the North American nations who's playing, what other nations are having issues. Um, uh, you know, I know there's some Cuban uh, athletes and, and uh, a few from Puerto Rico and, and maybe Mexico that are playing in Europe, maybe in Spain. Yeah, you know, exactly. Any, anybody that's had a season where they've played a few games, they are going to be in a tremendous advantage um, over uh, athletes that have been sitting for so long. Um, mm, for sure. That's, that, that's why I'm hoping that maybe something can be done to, to, to get some, get some matches. Um, let, let's talk briefly about some of the teams, you know, we don't even know who's all going to be there. Yeah. Um, we don't know for sure the format, but we do know some of the foes from the uh, previous tournaments. Now let's talk a little bit about two tournaments that were played in 2019 one with uh, a very disappointing result and another with a positive result. Let's talk first mm. a bit about the, the 2019 North American uh, championships. And uh, mm. um, yeah, yeah, that, that, was, was, that uh, was a real tough, real tough situation. Tough if I can remember yeah. right, uh, you were in a pool with uh, Greenland and a weak team. Mexico. Or Canada a Canadian team that was not very strong. Exactly. And you guys ended up drawing against Greenland and then 
beating Canada by fewer goals than Greenland did and not exactly the finals. Talk exactly. a little bit about that tournament and uh, um, that disappointment. Um, and, and maybe yeah, a little bit about Greenland. They could be a yeah. bowl for you guys. They actually had a tournament, uh, a women's tournament there, their annual tournament where, uh, you know, everybody was getting to play, you know, you know granted Greenland's okay. not the highest level, but uh, their coach was real positive, felt like mm-hmm. he has one of their strongest rosters ever. Oh, wow. Um, I mean, it was a really tough, tough tournament tournament in Mexico because, um, you know, we had a, a really good team, I would say, maybe one of our best teams we ever had um, for a long time. So, you know, I felt like for, for once we, we had a, an actual chance of, of qualifying for the, for the Worlds. Um, of course, there were there was still Cuba, who is still a big nation, you know, tough team. But, um, but you know, I, I believed in us, and, uh, and I think the whole team did. Uh, so it was super tough playing the first, first match against Greenland, I remember. Um, that, you know, it was a, a weird match, a lot of, of, of nervous and, you know, it was, you know, people didn't play up to their level as they should. Um, so I was super disappointed after that game um, because, you know, it was definitely a, a, a must win for us, um, which also resulted in being actually the reason why we, we didn't make it to the, the finals. Right. So, uh, so uh, a tough, a tough uh, tournament because then we uh, we need to we played against Canada um, and then Cuba and and we we ended up by uh, what was it you know we could lose by I think five goals to Cuba and still make it and we lost by six. Um, wow. we had yeah, Greenland sitting in the stands screaming all over and the Cuban girls not wanting the u.s to you know be successful so they just did everything to to win by by the sixth goal so um, super super tough uh situation and you know just super disappointing and um and i remember it was uh i was sitting in mexico thinking uh wow is this really uh you know sounds dramatic but you know you sometimes ask oh is this really worth it because you know you travel all the way you give so much of yourself uh you know the the team as well you know all the girls you know we give so much and then some of those travel costs if i'm not mistaken are being paid paid out of your own pocket right oh for sure for sure so you know uh it's 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 really uh the will and the the motivation that needs to drive this because uh it's, we definitely don't get paid and we even need to, you know, do fundraising, pay ourselves. So, um, yeah. so that's also why, you know, when the results then doesn't, aren't as you, as you wish for it, it's, it's tough. Yeah. So it had to be a huge disappointment. Uh, I guess the fortunate thing you guys Im- immediately, not immediately, but not too long after you had an opportunity to, uh, play Canada a couple times to qualify for the Pan Am games. I had the opportunity to see both of those games in, in person. Uh, mm. You had a uh, uh, surprisingly close match in Auburn, but then you guys yep. went to Montreal and you guys just demolished them. Yeah. I think the, the, you know, we were just super, super um, motivated for this these two games and you know we just wanted to 
to show that, you know, we are, <laughs> we were actually a good team, you know? So um, I think uh, we definitely won on, on, on the, on the will and the, and the, yeah, the desire to, to play at the Pan Am, uh, yeah. Pan Am games. And, and I would say probably, I'm just speculating here. I would say the Pan Am games, maybe highlight of your career with the U S women's team. For sure. For sure. It was a crazy, crazy experience. And, you know, more than I can even expect, um, you know, it's the mini Olympics. So yeah. it's, it's just a huge experience and I'm, I'm super grateful to be able to get these experiences. So, um, yeah, that was definitely uh, the highlight from my, from my career up until now, at least. It's not the Olympics, but maybe the next best thing to, <laughs> exactly now it's the olympics right you need yeah. to aim for so uh, yeah um let's talk a bit about you know that you guys took care of business against the dominican republic in peru i think in the in the uh in the qualification i i can't remember where you played argentina or brazil real tough opponent um, yeah and, and and probably no expectations that you were going to beat uh beat them um in, in the semifinals, Cuba and the U.S. both lost, setting up a, a big battle for bronze, if you will. And, and mm. talk, talk a little bit about that game and compare it a little bit to the the game that you had played versus Cuba uh, just a few months earlier. Yeah, exactly. So, so just to set the the scene, we we played against Cuba in for, at the Norca in when was this? It was in end of May, I think. And then we had the Pan Am in, in July. So it was really just a couple of months after. And, you know, as I said, it was a really disappointing uh, result in Mexico um, where, you know, we felt like the Cubans almost, uh, you know, did everything to, to destroy us. So I think we all had a, had a big wish to, you know, just show that, okay, we can actually play up with Cuba because, you know, in the, in the previous games, in the previous years, we, we've always, had a uh, struggle with Cuba. So, um, so we came to this Bronx medal game, like already the fact being in the Bronx medal game in the, at the Pan Am was already, you know, a super achievement for the team. Um, so I think we just, you know, uh, led by Sarah Gascon, you know, we just prepared ourselves super well for this game. And, um, and we were all super, um, uh, to or I don't know how you say it in English, but motivated. like uh, motivated uh, for this up. game, yeah. <laughs> exactly fired up, as Kathy Darling always says. Um, so, um, so you know, it was it was a super tough game. I remember I was I I was so tired. Uh, there was a couple of minutes left, and you know I could almost not breathe. But I was just so much into the game that you know you didn't even think about your body uh, not really responding um so you know i was devastated when we lost by one because i really felt like we had the chance to get that bronx medal um and you know i felt like we really deserved that bronx medal because uh i thought i at that point i thought we i think we were a better team than than cuba were they just you know had uh, the the small uh or you know the yeah they you know we're just lucky uh to to get the, that final goal at the end yeah um, it's certainly a much better showing than you know a few months earlier 
Uh, exactly. And, and exactly. To me, I look at the disappointment from that and I look at the positive aspect from that because honestly, having seen that game, you know, in, in May, I didn't think you guys had a, a it had a very good chance against them. And that game went right mm. down to the wire um, and uh, could have gone, could have gone either way. And, mm. and, and maybe, just maybe, uh, there might be another match, USA-Cuba match in our future here in a, in a couple months. Uh, mm. are, you guys, are you guys ready for that possibility? Uh, of course we are. Of course, you know, uh, you always want to, want a rematch right so um i think we we definitely have something to show there of course it would not be it, it will not be the same team as we had in in pan am which is of course uh a bit unfortunate but um you know what we will we will gather together a team that uh hopefully can uh can beat the, the cubans uh there so i'm definitely looking forward to the day where we uh we beat cuba because uh we definitely have well, a I'm looking forward to it too. I'm hoping hoping to to be out there in Elgin, Illinois, right next there to Chicago. Hopefully, there'll be yeah. some people in the stands. And uh, hopefully, hopefully, I, I would say that you know Cuba is the favorite, but the okay. U.S. playing at home, you know, we'll yeah. we'll see what happens. Exactly, exactly. Yeah. I'm definitely looking forward to it. Well, Nicole, I, you already warned me that you got practice that you got to get exactly. Get so to. I need to get uh, going. I'll let, I'll let you. I'll let you go. Again, thanks for uh, taking the time. Thank you. Thank you. So for Nicole Anderson, this is uh, John Ryan. You've been listening to the Team Handball News podcast. Thanks for listening.